2: The Diamondbacks signed Corbin Carroll to an eight-year extension. Let's fucking go. No more chairs need to be beat up, Derek. Oh, I don't care. (laughs) I, I have this just in case. I have this just in case. Sometimes I get too excited and I need to hit the chair too. Uh, welcome in. Of course, uh, this is uh, an emergency podcast here at PHNX Dbacks. I am your host, occasionally known as the Mayor of PHNX, Derek Montilla. These guys, you know them so well. Uh, to my right, in the little screen, I guess you could say, is the one and only Vice Mayor and Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. And uh, down below there is the one and only Father Overlord himself, Jacob. Jacob, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you also You're being welcome. here to scream and yell about Corbin Carroll reportedly agreeing to terms on an 8-year contract extension. What in the world is going on? Let's fucking
0: go, you guys. I mean, we've we've heard about this for a few days, right? This is I didn't and, believe it though. Uh, Yeah, I know. Derek's always a little skeptical about these sorts of things until they actually happen. Uh, But we did get a report earlier today from Nick Pecora of the Arizona Republic that the Diamondbacks were making progress on an extension with Corbin Carroll, uh, which did help uh, explain something that happened yesterday that we discussed in yesterday's show. If you all recall, if you joined us yesterday, you know that Corbin Carroll was mysteriously removed from the Arizona Diamondbacks lineup. Uh, before yesterday's game against the yes. Cincinnati Reds. Yes. Uh, after the game, I asked Tori Lovello what was going on there, and he said that Kara was perfectly healthy, that he wasn't late. It was not any kind of disciplinary action. Uh, and we were all, frankly, very confused about why Torrey had just made what appeared to be a very random manager's decision. Uh, and then Nick Pecorro came out with that report today that talks with Corbin Carroll and the Diamondbacks were progressing, and that does explain why Corbin Carroll was removed from the lineup. Apparently, before you would finalize a big extension like this, you would need uh, a physical to happen. You would need to go through all of the various formalities that would come before a deal like this is made official, and uh, we don't have that officially confirmed, but it looks like the reason Carroll was removed from the lineup was that the Diamondbacks were on the verge of signing him to the biggest extension in franchise history, Uh, And guys, I think this is a move the Diamondbacks absolutely had to make Uh, Corbin Carroll is a very, very good baseball player. And yes, it is sort of insane to give a guy who has played about 30 games in the big leagues, $111 million. This is is one of those situations where, yeah, I don't really think it is either. I think, I think this is absolutely the right move for this baseball team.
2: I have four bucks and I will give it all towards this contract extension. I
0: would give every (laughs) dime I have on me to it
2: uh, because this is all, this is the exact way the Arizona Diamondbacks need to build their franchise. There is no real, real other route for them because of the fact that this free agency market really has grown out of control to a point where the Diamondbacks really can't compete with the money that some of these other teams are offering. Uh, they've done an excellent job at finding young talent at drafting. Well at, at trading for these guys, we've talked about this core and we've talked about Corbin Carroll being a huge part of defining what this core is for the D backs. But man, I'll tell you it's exciting because when you look at the other guys on this team, how they match up uh, with Corbin Carroll, as far as his time frame, uh, his age and things like that, that you can see, who the other members of this core are being developed. And, you know, I mean, it just sends a good message to the rest of the team that the D-backs are invested in you guys and they are willing to keep you guys here long-term. Obviously they can't do this for everybody, but they could definitely start doing this with more of their guys, the way that we've seen out of the Atlanta Braves.
1: Yeah. It took some time, but it seems like somebody has finally started to mold their organization the same way the Braves have, right? Like we've talked about this before. Alex Anthopoulos is probably the best general manager in baseball, at least in my book. In the way that he's been able to ink some of his young kids to to really long extensions that are seemingly extremely team friendly. I mean, you talk about a guy like Ronald Acuna, and you think that he probably should be worth north of three hundred million dollars, and he's sitting on a contract that's you know eight years, a hundred and. 60 or something like that. It, it's the I think model it was 100.
0: That, eight years, yeah, 100 that's crazy. million is what that's Ronald designed. Yeah. yeah.
1: You think about that model, and this is such a repeatable thing for some of these teams like the Diamondbacks who might not have the payroll to be able to compete with the Dodgers, the Padres. I still am not convinced I know where the Padres' money is coming from anyways. But a team like the Diamondbacks, they don't have the ability to compete money-wise, right? So you draft right. a kid. And then you just bank on the fact that you're really good at developing them, right? Corbin Carroll looks like he's going to be the real deal. And so this deal made, it was a no-brainer. It just made so much sense.
2: That's the thing is I'm not seeing a lot of people that have a lot of negative things to say. I do understand the apprehension, right? I understand not necessarily wanting to give this big of a contract to a kid that might not pan out. I don't think that's what we're seeing out of Corbin Carroll. I don't think Corbin Carroll is a prospect that quote unquote might not make it. Maybe I'm just too excited about it. Maybe I just, you know, feel like I'm basing this on the short sample size that we've seen of him in the majors, but he just seems like a unique, special individual. We've seen him kind of adapt to major league life, right? Like Jesse and I were kind of commenting on how he's keeping a bit more of his of what he's working on and, and what he's doing and what works for him close to the best. He doesn't uh, come out with these linked explanations. In some cases he has no problem now saying, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to discuss that. Right. When it comes to certain things about his, you know, aspects of his game, Uh, he's, he's almost got that crafty veteran. I'm going to try to keep every advantage I can to myself to not give these guys scouting reports on, on what I'm working on. Uh, But I mean, he just absolutely looks like a different guy this year, as far as his, uh, how much he's developed uh, his body, how how much bigger he's gotten. I, and I think this is just an incredibly smart move to show a young player how committed you are to them as a huge part of the future of this team.
0: I mean, I, I honestly, Derek, I think Corbin Carroll was kind of a beast last year, and I think he's kind of a beast this year. I don't know if I necessarily see uh, an enormous difference uh, between last year and this year. Are you year, kidding but... me? Oh, my God. I don't, don't make me those, show that. Those, bi- those biceps this... were pretty big last year. I don't, too, know. I I don't know. I don't Jesse, know about that.
2: <laughs> but I, I definitely seen him, you know, continue to mature in, in lots of different ways. Right. Uh, yeah. From 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 speaking to him to seeing him play. Uh, and I, again, the, the talent that he displayed already at a minor league level last year. And in the 30 games that he played for the diamondbacks is, is enough for me to be yeah. like, yep, that's our guy get, you know, lock him in. Let's keep him here for a long time. Right. Right. Uh, it's, yeah. I, it's,
1: it's enough for ahead. all three of us who, who watch these games, right. It, it, that we almost watch every single game. I almost do. You guys definitely do. Um, where it's like you saw that sample size last year, and you're like, okay, yeah, he's definitely the real deal. But you do get people. I had a friend text me who doesn't watch a ton of D-backs games. He's like, so we just signed a guy for $111 million who hit 260 last year. And I was like, tough to the brakes. Like, it's okay. You're <laughs> signing on potential. You're not signing on exactly what you saw last oh, year.
0: Yeah. And sure. I said... I I would push I would push back on that, though. Like, yes, Corbin Carroll hit 260, but Corbin Carroll also had a 133 OPS plus, which I believe was the best on the Diamondbacks. Corbin Carroll was really freaking good last year. Like the man slugged 500 and was worth 1.2 war. I want to say 30
1: games. Yeah,
0: if you if you extrapolate Corbin Carroll's uh, 32 games that he played in the big leagues last year over a full season, he's an MVP candidate. Like it's it's easy to look at, you know, the 260 or whatever, kind of poke out certain numbers and be like, oh, I'm not that impressed. But Corbin Carroll was pretty darn good when he broke into the big leagues last year. And the reason the Diamondbacks came out and had to do this so early is because if Corbin Carroll does come out this year and just do what he did last year over a full season or even something close to that. You're not getting this guy for $111 million. No. We, no. Saw the, we saw no. the Mariners last year with Julio Rodriguez, right? The Mariners signed Julio Rodriguez to a, a guarantee of 13 years and $210 million with escalators up to $470 million. You can see uh, Rodriguez's deal along with a couple of other ones on your screen here. That's how much it can cost for a guy who has just had uh the kind of season that we think Corbin Carroll will have this year. And that's why the Diamondbacks had to act quickly. If you wait and you allow Corbin Carroll to go out and have the season that a lot of people, including all three of us, are expecting him to have, yeah. that price tag is just going to get higher and higher and higher. And it is a gamble, yes. I don't know if Corbin yeah. Carroll will be able to repeat the exact numbers that he had last year, but it's a gamble that you absolutely have to take if you're the Diamondbacks.
2: I don't think he's going to repeat those numbers. I think he's going to do substantially yeah. better. That's what I—that would I I be insane. Three,
1: fifteen, twenty homers and forty stolen bases is like a ceiling. I could see
0: being the ceiling.
2: And did we even talk about his defensive metrics and the fact that he had as many outs above he average? Was, he was as the movie best, bets?
0: the best left fielder in baseball, uh, despite having played about one fifth the number of innings as any other left fielder in the game. Yeah, Corbin Carroll's pretty good at the defense thing too he's excellent I think the
2: the idea here is that uh Corbin Carroll obviously you know wants to be a member of the Arizona Diamondbacks or else I don't think he would have agreed to this I think he's smart I think he sees where he's at he doesn't he he is in no desperation uh to to sign a contract extension at this point in his career and there's probably a part of him that is well aware of the amount of money he could potentially make had he waited to sign this contract extension or waited inevitably to go to free agency but there's just something about carroll that doesn't seem to operate that way like he seems to not he he doesn't want those kind of distractions in his game right like in his he just sure. doesn't seem like that kind of person right like so i i think that might be part of the reason why we see this is is just committing to this team and wanting to go out there and do the things that he wants to do Paul Goldschmidt was very much like that, and I hate to even bring his name up in the context of contract (laughs) extension talk,
0: but that's the reason why I think you mean because Paul Goldschmidt signed for 32 million. Is that what it was? (laughs) I'll fight you, Jesse, right now. I know we're not in the same building, but
2: I'll go find you um but no the contract extension with paul goldschmidt seemed very friendly and a part of the reason or what seemed very friendly it fucking was friendly the but, diamondbacks uh,
0: extension with paul goldschmidt yes. was with paul goldschmidt yeah, the, the friendly Extraordinarily. the cardinals extension still with paul friendly. goldschmidt still pretty still, friendly. still pretty, right. pretty friendly yeah. and i think
2: i think part of that is that goldie really was a guy that lived by that whole i just want to go out there and hit the ball hard like that's literally what he wanted to do so he doesn't want uh, this other stuff with contracts and if he's going to stick around and stuff to be uh, a distraction or a story in any way, shape or form. Not that Corbin Carroll was even close to that, but now he has eight years with this organization, hopefully here the whole, whole time to just grow and play baseball and get better and become one of the best in the league. You know, there's so many projections that he's going to be either the number one or number two prospect uh, this year, but that goes beyond the whole prospects thing, right? This goes into like now him being kind of the guy for the diamondbacks. They're not thrusting that pressure on him, but like, he really is now this, like the crown jewel of, of what they're building around going forward. I was going to say, is he the face of the franchise now to you guys? Like, does this mean he's the face of the franchise? He has to be. And not only does he have to be, but I think that that's something that uh, fans very much want. Like fans love Corbin Carroll. And honestly, over the last year of doing this show, and talking with Jesse and being a part of this community. He's the name that everybody always brings up. Everybody was excited to see was by no means a disappointment when he came up to the majors, continued to be kind of this living legend that he is at a very young age, a very early stage in his career, but he just seems to be that guy. And I think the diamondbacks recognized that in him. That's the reason why they wanted to lock him in as early as possible. And they knew the value that I think that they could potentially get by, by locking him in so early. It was a, business savvy move by the organization and a pretty damn classy move by Corbin Carroll to, to, if if this contract extension is, as we see it is, it's a pretty damn good move for him to lock it in for eight years.
0: Speaking of speaking of business savvy moves, can we bring up that graphic one more time that just gives sort of some, some context. So, so I did a little, a little bit of research and these are kind of the position player contract extensions over the last couple of years that sort of compare to what the Diamondbacks just did with Corbin Carroll. And of course, what makes the Carroll extension especially unique and what separates it from, you know, what the Diamondbacks did with Cattell Marte uh, around this time last year is that Corbin Carroll has played literally, he he has 38 days of major league service time, which is incredibly low. He spent about a month in in a big league uniform, right? Uh, But this is a trend that we've started to see around baseball. Uh, And as you can see here, there, this has been done a few times over the last few years. So Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays had 103 days of service when he signed an 11-year $182 million deal uh, with the Rays. So that's coming in at almost twice the total contract values what the Diamondbacks just gave Carol. Of course, Franco, one of the best prospects in baseball at the time, and I think still people would maybe view that deal as some somewhat favorably. Franco is uh, maybe not a superstar just yet, but still could be sort of trending in that direction. Uh, Michael Harris, a guy who won the rookie of the year award last year for the Atlanta Braves. He signed an eight year, $72 million deal after 81 days of service. So that's a pretty good comparison right there. I think Corbin Carroll is widely viewed as a better prospect than, than Michael Harris, even though. Harris had an outstanding season last year. I think he kind of burst on the scene in a way that maybe nobody really expected. Um, But this deal is a little bit higher than that, but I think for probably a very good reason. I mean, Corbin Carroll uh, is, you know, widely considered the number one or number two prospect in the game, as you guys were talking about earlier. Um, Michael Harris was, was never quite that guy. And then the other one on this list is Julio Rodriguez that I mentioned earlier, 13 years 210 million he had 141 days of service time so the Mariners waited arguably a little bit too long uh and they and they paid a, a pretty penny I mean they paid what Julio Rodriguez I think is worth which I believe that deal escalates up to 470 million dollars ultimately which is which is pretty insane uh this deal uh one thing we haven't mentioned so far it does have some escalators uh between 2029 and 2031. And there's also a club option in this deal as well. So the guarantee is eight years, $111 million. Uh, but the maximum possible value of this deal is nine years, $154 million, uh, which is a big number, right? I mean, 154 thats that's a lot of money, right? That's a lot of money for a kid who's only played, you know, has only logged 38 days of major league service at this point. But I think when you take this deal in context with those other contracts that I just mentioned, it's kind of right where you'd expect it to be, right? It's yeah. lower than Leo Rodriguez. Rodriguez had an outstanding year. Uh, maybe even maybe his prospect status was even a slight tick above where Corbin Carroll's was. Michael Harris had a pretty similar year last year to what a lot of people think Carroll will do this year. But I think Carroll's ceiling is probably a little bit higher. Uh, and then Wander Franco, a couple years back, uh, that was a longer deal, 11 years. He broke into the majors at a little bit of a younger age. Um, but I think that's also sort of, sort of comparable here. So in context with all those, with all those different contracts that have happened, this is pretty much market value. If anything, I think this probably tilts a little bit in the diamondbacks favor.
2: I agree with yeah. that. Now I, I have one concern, or I guess one question is how does this now impact, uh, an, an extension for Zach gallon? Does this put pressure on the diamondbacks to extend gallon or, does it does it change anything in your guys' opinion? You know I've been banging on that drum. I've been banging <laughs> on that drum for the last that's why, that's why, six that's why I brought that drum up because you're here. But yeah, no, totally. I mean, I know how important that is. That's Jacob is uh very vocal about that, but I think we all are about uh how important it is to keep Zach Gallon in an Arizona Diamondbacks uniform. But I guess just just kind of just kind of lighting the fire a little bit, just, just playing devil's advocate here. Does this put pressure on the diamondbacks to sign gallon and does it make the situation potentially worse if a contract extension doesn't happen anytime soon
1: i think gallon's number is a lot higher than this one if oh if god it, yes yeah gallon gallon's number is a lot higher than this one which obviously is what jesse always references when i bring this up because <laughs> I, we don't it feels like the number for gallon while we don't know the exact number it feels like it might be just slightly out of the price range. Like it just yeah. feels like it's in the in the realm of possibility that it doesn't seem likely. You're banking on the fact that if you go out and you start to compete, a guy like Zach Gallen, who we've seen over the last couple of months has kind of taken a personality as you know this fiery guy who really wants to win. Like if you start to win, maybe you run the possibility that he signs a team-friendly extension, but he knows what he's worth. Um, and his agent, his agent, his agent obviously knows what he's worth. worth. (laughs) And so uh, unless you're probably willing to fork up North of 250 million, I'm not sure you're going to get it. (laughs)
0: I don't, I don't think it would cost quite that much. I don't think Gallon's price tag is quite that high. I mean, you look at like what Carlos Rodon got last year or over the offseason for the Yankees. I think that was 162 over six years, I want to say. Um, Gallon may a little north of that just because he doesn't have the crazy injury uh, pass that Carlos Rodon does. Sure. Um, so I, I think it maybe it's a little bit higher than one sixty-two. Obviously there's gonna be some inflation that happens over the next few years as well, uh, until gallon hits the market. I've said it before and I'll say it again, and I know nobody wants to hear it. I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to sign an extension with Zach Uh, Gowan. You you look at Scott. I told you I I had this bat here for a reason,
2: (laughs) Jacob. You thought I was, you thought I didn't know. I knew Jesse was going to say some shit like that. Unfortunately,
0: you look at Scott Boris's history, right? And it's not that he's never signed contract extensions. He absolutely has. Steven Strasburg signed a crazy extension uh, with the Washington nationals. There are other names that have done the same, but I don't think I think that if Gallon was gonna sign that deal, I think it probably would have happened by now. The closer that you get to free agency with yeah. a Scott Boris client, it's yeah. just not something that we've really ever seen a Scott Boris client do. And I'd be I'd be pretty surprised. I mean, I, I don't know if that I don't think Gallon's gonna take any kind of a discount signing that deal early. Um, and so I think you I think even if you're the diamondbacks and you wanna bring Zach Gallen back. I don't know if it even makes that big of a difference, whether you try to do that now or whether you just wait until Gallon hits free agency. And my guess is just Scott stop. Boris and be going to You're losing us subscribers like anyway. as we speak. <laughs> the <Jesse>. chat is, <laughs> the chat is depressed because of Jesse.
2: <laughs> I so think, Jesse. But,
0: but the other thing that I will say about this is that the fact that the Diamondbacks, so I, I wouldn't say that extending Corbin Carroll puts pressure to extend Zach Gallon, but I okay. will say that not extending Zach gallon does put pressure on the diamondbacks to really get their crap together over the next few years, right? You've got three years left of a possibly Cy young caliber starting pitcher. And I think there's some excitement that can come with like, yeah, the D backs know that they've got three years of Zach gallon left and they're going to have to make it count, right? This is a yeah. time for this franchise to push the chips in and try to do everything that they possibly can to contend. Uh, we've seen a decent number of moves this offseason, maybe a few more than than we would have expected coming into it. And if the Diamondbacks are able to go out and Corbin Carroll is able to have the year that we're hoping he will be, um, and, and this team takes a step forward, you could be looking at next offseason as a time when the Diamondbacks are like, all right, it's time to go like it's time to actually spend some real money in free agency and try to move the ball forward. So Brett Johnson just showed up by the way, Uh, Brett Johnson
2: proceeded to call himself uh, Brett Stradamus. There's a lot of that going on around here. A lot of, a lot of people (laughs) that can see the future. Jesse thinks he can see the future. Brett can, but during yesterday's podcast live on Friday night, when we, there it is. When we talked about uh, Corbin (laughs) Carroll being scratched from the lineup, our man brett actually said that it was due to the fact that he was out signing a contract extension um, He threw an LOL on the end of it or LMAO, which kind of like it kind of
0: detracts. It was it was a joke, but it, it. wasn't right. But he was, was pretending it. he was pretending to sound like he couldn't predict the future. Yeah, when but in but fact, knows. apparently, yeah. Brett Lee, that's Johnson what you would do when you can't when you can predict the future. You pretend like you can't. You don't want people to know that. <laughs>
2: shit. Uh, Zach Allen very much knows what he's worth, by the way. Uh, we saw the video from MLB, the show 2023, where uh, Zach Gallen was required to put his rating <laughs> down and then reveal underneath the little piece of paper what his actual rating was. Now, he wasn't that far off for his overall rating. I think he rated himself a 92 and he was an 89. But he was upset that it wasn't a 90. I think it but, was a well, 94.
0: I think it was 94. 94. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: what really, gro- what really, what really ground his gears, grinded his gears. What I, I don't know how I could say that in the past tense. It, it, it grinded his gears, uh, was his, uh, uh, hits per nine. He was very upset with his average for his hit per nine. Like so much so that he said, I need to go talk to some of these developers at, uh, I mean, he led baseball.
0: He literally led baseball and hit per nine oh, last was, year. So furious, for him yeah. to he not was, have an extremely high hit per he nine was furious. rating. I get it. Yeah. He was furious. <laughs> and I, like, you could see it. Cause it's like, ha ha ha, but you
2: can tell deep down inside there was just, blackness and anger. Uh that was all that was inside of him but uh there's no anger today. Today is a celebration. It is Corbin Carroll day. Uh if you uh celebrate such things because Corbin Carroll has signed an 8-year contract extension with the Arizona Diamondbacks keeping him here for a very very long time. I thought I thought my Xbox game pass membership that I just picked up by doing a little trick with getting the gold and then adding the dollar thing and then I thought that was a long time that's a three year deal this is an eight year contract extension uh, and I get again I guess I understand anybody that might be apprehensive about this I just suggest you wait and see what young Corbin Carroll does this season Mm. with a full major league season in left field let alone center field or wherever else he moves around to because it's it's going to be fun. fun to watch
0: can I, can I address one more? Can I address one more thing? I think, want to say wait. Kyle. You, wait, 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 wait. Are you going to okay. be negative? Are you going to be negative? Uh, no, no. Okay. No, this is All not right. negative. This is not All negative. Right. that puts, you guys... it puts fire in my blood. It you know puts that. Fire you know in your, your negativity puts fire in my blood. So, but, hit, so hit uh, I, I think it was Kyle Dannon who who made a comment about this earlier that I want to address. Uh, the question of basically, why isn't this a longer deal? Uh, I mentioned the Julio Rodriguez sure. deal, right? It's that our, that. That can be 13 years. I think it can even extend out longer uh, if like certain things are triggered in the contract. The Julio Rodriguez contract is probably the most complicated contract extension in like all of sports history. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there is this there is a very valid question of like, why didn't the Diamondbacks try to make this 10 or 11 year deal? Uh, This deal uh, brings Corbin Carroll through his age 30 season if the Diamondbacks pick up that club option for 2031, they would have Corbin Carroll through his age 30 season. Why not have Corbin Carroll through his age 33 or age 34 season or something like that? I think it's a good question. My guess is that that was more Corbin Carroll's side of the situation than the Diamondbacks side. If you're, yeah, if you're Corbin Carroll, you probably feel pretty good that after your age 30 season, you can go out and you can get paid again. And that I maximum, think that maximum was deal. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think he probably had some hesitation with, with going, you know, into age 32, age 33 territory, because at that point it's like, all right, this might be like your one big contract of your entire career as a 22 year old. That's, uh, you know, kind of a tough pill to swallow maybe when you're a guy yeah. as talented as Corbin Carroll is. Yeah. So my guess is the diamondbacks might've tried, they might've tried to oh. make this longer. Um, I, not but even I a guess. Like I know we have we have no information to confirm it, but I guarantee <laughs> they tried to make it longer. A thousand percent. I mean, there like, is there like... is a flip side from for them, right? Like I guess on once you get to the back half of age thirty. From the Diamondbacks' perspective, they could start. Don't they could be like, we don't Don't know. We don't necessarily know what. Padres are signing people
2: until they're forty-five years old. Don't even tell me that they're worried about how he's going to perform on the other side of thirty. I'm going to be forty-two in less than fourteen days. Don't even give me that (laughs) bullshit. All right, I'm not ready to hear it. I need you to stop right now because there is no way they had any concerns about how he would perform after that you uh you hit the nail on the head before (laughs) there is no way that the diamondbacks didn't try to make this an 18-year deal i would have made it a 20-year deal if it was me that's just me though i'm very reactionary i don't think things through so the diamondbacks probably went for Fourteen at least, 14 13 Yeah, we'll
0: like we'll call we'll call it fourteen, Derek. We'll we'll call uh, it fourteen. Maybe fifteen. Let's <laughs> say 15. I like fifteen. and slice and round. But anyway, don't you dare, don't you
2: dare ever question athleticism on the other side of thirty. I know you're twenty four <laughs> years old. I get it. Oh, uh, Jacob, I just got a hundred years older listening to Jesse say that stuff, and I had to stop it. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go party and celebrate this Corbin Carroll news because I feel like we won a World Series. So, uh what? Anything else? You guys got anything else? What do you think this says for the young guys, right? Like well, McCarthy, say, who's, who's the next? Guys? That's my last question: is who's next? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. They have Cattell good... Marte locked up for the Yo, uh, at least for Gabby, the next couple of years, Gabby. right? Gabby Moreno is interesting. Uh, we Great just idea.
0: saw we I just saw that. the Nationals sign an eight year deal with Kiebert Ruiz, uh, who is actually a fairly similar player. To yes. Gabby Moreno, I think Moreno's prospect status is maybe a little bit higher than Ruiz's was, um, and I think Moreno is has looked good early in his big league career, a little bit more so than Ruiz. Ruiz is not not taken to the big leagues offensively quite how maybe some people thought, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out completely. Um, I think with catchers, you're always a little bit wary about Derek's going to freak out on me again, but um, once once catchers get past eight age thirty. I'm gonna, the, uh... I'm gonna mute myself. I'm gonna mute myself. Go, just
1: go ahead. I just no, I just muted Jesse, Derek. We can just finish. Oh, this oh, us. okay.
2: That's that's actually the better idea. I thought you were I was like, I'm gonna freak out right now so you guys could just mute me and I'll just be like, ah but anyway, no, that's better to mute Jesse. Just mute him for the rest <laughs> of the show. I think this is a great option and we should explore this. On further episodes, uh, but Jesse, did you have anything to say? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I'm no, trying, to give, trying to give
1: rational analysis. Please. Analysis Please, I'll, over I'll you, Derek. You finish your statement. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I I think all that to say, I think the Diamondbacks would potentially be interested in doing something similar with Gabby Moreno. Uh, you guys are ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> so that I do think that's something to monitor. I think it would probably be. Uh, similar, maybe, maybe an eight year deal, something like that, that would bring Moreno right up until, uh, he turns 30. And I think as far as who's next, uh, in terms of some of the prospects that we haven't seen at the big league level yet, Jordan Lawler very well could make his big league debut at the end of this season in very similar fashion to what Carol did last year. I'm not going to rule out the possibility that a year from now, we're having a very similar conversation about Jordan Lawler bursting on the scene in late 2023 and the diamondbacks locking him in to a long-term extension around this time next year i think that's certainly possible and of course you've got drew jones uh not that not that far away as well so those are those are the main names that come to mind for me
2: one name that comes to mind for some reason is jake mccarthy and the only reason why
0: i say that is because jake
2: is technically listed according to the fine folks at sony as the uh Fifth best player on the Arizona Diamondbacks, not position player, fifth best
0: overall player. Uh, so no, the I don't folks know. Tony is in. He has the fifth highest it'll be the show rating. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yes, Jesse,
2: that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, you know, you have you have that entire outfield that is very, you know, very very much part of what the Diamondbacks want to do in the future. You have Alec Thomas. Uh, speaking of which, who was one for four with two runs for Team Mexico today. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you know, I, I know that they are not all Corbin Carroll. They're not all getting, I guess, the, the, the praise and, and all of this good thing that, that Corbin Carroll is getting. And Corbin Carroll is absolutely deserving of that. This was a great deal for the Diamondbacks, but they still have work to do. And in seeing what we've seen from the Braves, and I hate to constantly point that out, but it's, it's what I want. It's what I think would build this team in the right direct, you know, in the right way. And honestly, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever been as positive as I've been about these young guys, right? Like these, the, the young players that they have now, they're just, they all seem like they're something special, right? Like yeah. it's not like this hope and crossing your fingers. I remember for a while that Dalton Varsho was like our Lord and savior at one point <laughs> in the minor leagues, because he was the only thing that the any of one. us, we're talking about at one point right so there's just uh it's things have changed significantly for this team through the way they've drafted and through the way that they've acquired guys like moreno through trade so like this is building in a direction where the diamondbacks truly have yeah you know uh the 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 base for for a successful baseball team right and should they lose guys like zach gallon they still have other young studs that they could also do this with in their system like ryan nelson like Dre jameson and like brandon fought so future isn't that far off and should we lose some of our best players due to free agency and other other reasons i feel like they have some pretty substantial backups ready to go in the minors that just need that you know that need that opportunity to play right now the diamondbacks are actually too stacked at starting pitching and in what world would i have ever (laughs) said that at any point last season or especially in, in fucking 2021 right so uh, this I don't is know just... if I would
0: say too stacked at starting pitching just yet. There, I mean, just yet. I don't know. The depth is good though. The depth. So the much depth negativity is good. on such a great day.
2: I really, I really don't like it. Uh, can we mute him again? I think we can mute him again. You can do that. I can't do that anymore. I've lost all the muting power. But anyway, we thank you guys. Uh, for joining us here and uh, keep it locked right here to phnx for more on the arizona diamondbacks we will be back on monday with our mailbag monday episode and more from what happened this weekend including brandon fott's rough outing against the reds on friday night and the results of this weekend's game so uh, we thank you guys for being here. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Jacob is at Jacob underscore Franklin four. Uh, our shows at phnx underscore dbacks, but of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you sign Corbin Carroll to an eight-year contract extension. Let's go! <laughs>